Chris College Show, Millennial Talk Show, Bunker Edition. Good morning, Marissa. How's it going, fam? Oh, my gosh. It is going fabulous. You know, I'm starting to feel a little bit like Stephen A. this morning. Did you miss me? Did you miss me, Marissa? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm acting like it's our season opener. But you know what? It's always so good to link up with my co-host, Marissa Pitts, and to know that she's doing just as well. Uh, that makes the day go just as good because we got a kick-ass show for everybody that's tuning in on our YouTube live. But before we even begin, I always like to do this at the top of the show because on this day in 1909, the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, home of the automobile race Indianapolis 500-meter opens in Speedway, Indiana. Also on this day in 2008, Lady Gaga releases her debut album, The Fame, which later won the Grammys Album of the Year and Electronic Dance Album in 2009. And also on this day in 2020, uh, this is super crazy. Did not know this, but Apple becomes the first U.S. company to be valued at $2 trillion just two years after it reached $1 trillion evaluation but as i said we got a great show because our guest joining us on strike accord is electro pop quartet they are transviolet they got a lot of new music cooking up and we cannot wait to discuss it with the front woman herself sarah and also don't forget to check out our brand new podcast series called off the fret featuring animal son as our fifth guest ever more music, more music talk, and let's surpass it to 8,000 views this weekend. But check that out after the show. But hey, Marissa, are you ready? Because I'm ready. It's time to rock and roll. What's good, listeners? Our guest on Strike Accord from Los Angeles, California, is Electro Pop Quartet. Transviolet live on the Chris College Show Millennial Talk Show. Also, check out our fifth installment of Off the Fret. More music, more music talk featuring indie rock band Animal Son. Out now wherever you listen to podcasts. And what's good, Sarah? How you doing, fam? What's up, Chris? Good to see you. Good to talk to Hi, you. Sarah. Uh, Hi, Sarah. Hi, Marissa. You. Good to see you as well. Hey, Sarah. You know, we're so excited to talk about you. And let's talk about some of your humble beginnings, because I love this story. And we have to share this with the CCS family, who was brand new to Transviolet. Because when you first came out, uh, the band released their very first single, which was Girls Your Age, by sending out 2,000 plain manila envelopes to kids across the country <laughs> containing a cassette tape that only said play me i giggled when i first read this because uh i don't know if mercy if you knew this this is the intro to the creepy ass saw movie and i know so, it totally is i was like oh wow and uh <laughs> clearly i'm guessing sarah you didn't realize this because I, I love the innovation but could you explain to the ccs family what happened next yeah, I mean, I'm definitely a horror fan, so I was uh, I was aware of the Saw connection, but uh, oh, yeah, I mean, okay. the the <laughs> I guess I wasn't thinking about it in that you know to that extent, but uh, but yeah, I mean, right, we right. <laughs> <laughs> when when we sent the um, these mailers out, yeah, I mean, kids were getting them and and people were getting them and just kind of like, what what is this? Do I have a secret admirer? Like, does there, do I have a stalker? <laughs> like, what is happening? So they were you know hearing the song and like people did like it, but a lot of them were just kind of turning to the internet, being like, hey, I got this crazy package in the mail. Like, what is this? Like, uh, you know, discussion boards are being started. We had moms like 
finding us eventually and commenting on our Facebook page, like, what is this? This was sent to my daughter, like super creeped out, but it totally had the effect we wanted. And like, people were talking about it and people were connecting over it. And, you know, some people really did like the song and resonated (laughs) with the song. Um, So yeah, it was, it was a pretty crazy idea, but I think in order to cut through the white noise, you kind of need crazy ideas these days. Yeah, I mean, Sarah, I wish I had that same kind of outrage because I remember in high school, I got a letter when I was a uh, student body president that uh, was anonymous that said, hey, did you know your son is uh, underage drinking? And I was like, oh really? God. And my mom bought that. But I would have rather had uh, a manila envelope that came in that said, play me instead. So uh, anybody that's listening, don't be freaking out. But uh, if you... But you said, obviously, parents were outraged. They went to you guys' Facebook page. Did they threaten you with legal action? And did anything uh, go through? It didn't go that far, no. Like, just the second we were like, hey, you know, we actually got your address off of, you know, so-and-so, like, mailing list, like, blah, blah, (laughs) blah. Like, that's why. Like, and we're just just a band. Like, we're just sending them music. They were like, okay. Like, I think they were just more concerned. Like, they didn't want to think that their their child was being, like, stalked or something crazy. Or, like, some, like, satanic, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once you play it, like, all of a sudden your kid is possessed by a demon. That's what I want. I'm like, nah, nah, you ain't playing this one. I don't know where it came from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, the, the second they knew that it was nothing dangerous, they were like fine with it. And they thought it was like a really cool idea. So um, we, we were off the hook. But um, yeah, it definitely had the the impact we wanted it to have. Oh, totally. I mean, it could have been yeah. a scary situation for the band, but it turned into it's a phenomenon. And, you know, it's, what, you know, what money can't buy. And mm-hmm. within 24 hours, Katy Perry got tweeted your song out, Girls Your Age. And then a week later, Harry Styles goes ahead and retweets the same song as well. And how quickly did the band uh, change? How was that exposure like? It was pretty nuts. I mean, we went from a completely unknown band. I think we had like 200 followers on Twitter at the time. And then, you know, Katy Perry tweeting our lyrics. All of a sudden, you know, we have 10 times as many fans and we're all of a sudden, number one on Hype M, which was the, I don't know if you guys remember what that was, but it was kind of a way people were finding music at the time. And, and all of a sudden we were, you know, um, viral on Spotify and uh, like globally. So um, it was a huge change. And, you know, a few months later, all of a sudden we were opening for 21 Pilots and went from just wow. this completely unknown band to being just thrown into the spotlight kind of quickly. So well, Sarah, you clearly deserve it. I mean, your music is amazing. Uh, I can't quite put you in a genre or subgenre. I think that's really cool. And I know several years ago, you might have considered Girls Your Age as a love story. But how has that changed over the years? Because, you know, when I was listening to this track, it, it sort of reminded me about a topic that Marissa and I discussed last week when it came to Stranger Things star Millie Bobby Brown, when she spoke out to Allure magazine saying that she felt powerless and publicly humiliated after a TikToker that she once dated named Hunter Echo went on IG Live and said he groomed her when she was 16 and he was 20. So when you hear these kind of things, uh, what kind of advice do you have? Because I know you uh, are so open about going through those similar experiences. Right. I mean, I think, unfortunately, this is a super common thing that um, Very that common. happens to a lot of young women. And um, I think the good thing is that it's coming more and more into light and there's less and less shame around it. And people are speaking out about it. I think it's great that people like Millie Bro- Bobby Brown are feeling empowered to, to speak out about these things. 
um, you know, it, it, it took me years to be willing to speak out. And in writing the song Girls Your Age, I think that was my dipping the toes in the water of speaking out, but still doing it in this very euphemistic way. Um, the story still, you know, was told through rose colored glasses. And in retelling the story now with our new single Love and Power, um, the rose colored glasses are taken off and I'm I'm seeing it for what it was, which, you know, wasn't a love story. I wouldn't even call it a toxic relationship. I'd call it abuse and I'd call it grooming. Mm-hmm. And um, I think the good thing is, is that, like I said, there's less shame around it. And there is a way for you to reclaim your power and find your voice. And um, I think the more of us that tell our story, the the less room there is for these yep. predators to to try to prey on us. Absolutely, yeah, And I always Sarah. tell people too, I mean, one thing, if you hear someone say you're so mature for your age, that is number one. Red flag. Flag. Number one. Red flag. Flag. Well, we, def- we definitely want to make sure to play uh, Girls Your Age in full because there's definitely a great correlation with your new single, Love and Power. So let's go ahead and show the CCS family what's good by playing Transviolet's music video, Girls Your Age, live on the Chris College Show, Millennial Talk Show. Seventeen running from innocence Like it's a lion Nipping in my heels but I'm young so I run her Jailbait baby young men in their twenties Cupid shooting arrows but I'm cold so I outgun her Boy talking fast, talking dirty. He tells me that I'm hot, so I tell him that I love him. And he says, Girls, your age never mean what they say. I've got a renegade heart, and it's screaming.
Yeah, that's what's good. That is Transviolence music video, Girls Your Age. And I want to remind the listening audience that this is Strike a Chord, where if you physically or digitally pick up that record, you're going to know these tracks. And we got the front woman herself, Sarah, with us right now. And there was a reason we wanted to throw it back to the early days, because Girls Your Age has a correlation with your new single, Love and Power, uh, but without the rose-colored glasses, as you just referenced before we played the track. And... Did you uh, create this song, Love and Power, because you have a hard time playing the old tracks live, or was this something more than that? I don't have problems playing it live, but I definitely feel like there was parts of the story that weren't told or that were maybe glossed over, um, and I wanted to tell retell that story in the most honest way possible because uh, I felt a responsibility um, and just like a a desire to tell the story in the most honest way possible for my younger self um, and for other women that are maybe going through something similar. Um, Yeah. Because I know that, Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No. Yeah. I guess just, you know, to let them know that, you know, number one, um, what happened to them wasn't their fault. And number two, that they're not alone. And I think in order to get that message across, it's like, you have to tell the story in like the clearest way possible. Whereas as girls your age, I think the message is a little more disguised and you're a little, unsure of like like you could kind of take that song however you want you you know if you're listening to it it could just be a love story it could just be about a relationship that maybe is a little fucked up um right whereas love and power i think the um you know there, there's no there's no disguising what what that's about yeah and i know that you've uh previously uh said in an interview quote there's still a part of her of me that thinks it's her fault and that she asked for what happened and that she mm-hmm. was seductive and precocious and that this grown man couldn't have resisted her and how do you cope with the grooming trauma and how does it affect your relationships now as an adult yeah i mean i'm still dealing with it i'm still processing it um And it just makes me feel angry for all the systems in place that kept me silent, you know, looking back and and thinking about purity culture and and thinking about the ways that um, shame came in and kept me silent for so long. Um, I'm, I'm done being silent. And I, I just feel way more empowered to talk about this and um and just let other women know that there there is a place on the other side of it where you can reclaim your power and find your voice and i think it's so cool because i think you're an amazing lyricist i think you know with uh music it's great therapy and it heals the heart and i think uh clearly your message has transcend to a a global audience and uh we definitely want to make sure that we have enough time when we play that new single full and complete so this is the track love and power live on the Chris Collins show, Millennial Talk Show. So when we're ready, Marissa, let's make it happen, fam. It's coming. Good old. It's open. He's way into Dylan. Singing. She tastes, tastes just like a woman.
woman sarah with us right now and as i was listening to that new single you guys sound like a movie soundtrack uh. <laughs> it's amazing <laughs> like you guys can fit so well with a lot of blockbuster movies today uh if they ain't listening right now they're based in la so hello paramount <laughs> anybody warner brothers come on, if you're listening, come on let's make this happen <laughs> and i know the last track that we're about to play ironically is about the uh what i would argue is the entertainment cap of the world we obviously know las vegas is there but hey we're in the city of la and your song drugs in california has racked up over a million views uh, on your music video and clearly millions of streams all over every kind of streaming platform that you're on right now and i think your music video is so badass by the way i Thank love you. how you kind of create this world where like yeah you can get synthesized when you take that diamond pill right but like don't you feel like you know because obviously you know fame can eat you alive but don't you think the bitter pill that famous people have to swallow is is that knowing that you have a responsibility to behave better than everyone else or do you see it differently i think the second you take that pill of 
external validation and you're using it to get your own validation, you're putting yourself in a really precarious position. And um, that's like something I'm always like in check with myself about, because obviously as an artist, like you're constantly looking at the work you put out and like the reaction it gets and like you have to do that. Right. But at the end of the day, if you're sinking and investing all of your self self-worth into how other people view you, you're going to end up completely lost. Um, so yeah, I think, I think that's the, that's the thing you have to be aware of and um, be careful about. Absolutely. You- and I had a line in question. I wanted to ask you this because I clearly this is the intro to how the song begins. And you say, you sing quote out of all the drugs in California, you're the one that fucks my head, uh, head most, sorry, butchered it yeah. right there. But uh, who is the one that you speak of? <laughs> it's actually, it's actually about validation. Like that, that oh. external validation is what I'm talking about. Like that, that wanting to be wanted is like the thing that fucks me up the most out of any other drug. Cause it feels so good to have that external validation and have, you know, people react to your song and the way you want them to react to is to see you and understand you as an artist and as a person and say, wow, I really connected with that thing. It's a feeling like no other feeling, but it can also be this like really hideous trap where if you, like I said before, if you've sunk all of your self-worth into that kind of validation, it can be a really dangerous place, especially if you don't get it. Um, so yeah. yeah, no, it's absolutely true. And I mean, as someone who is building up your career right now with Transviolet, it's definitely going to always haunt you and follow you along with your artistic journey. But I know you'll push beyond the barriers that reap. And let's go ahead, Marissa, and play that amazing kick-ass music video from Transviolet. This song is called Drugs in California, live on the Chris Collins Show, Millennial Talk Show. Out of all the drugs in California, you're the one that fucks my head up most. And lately I've been pleading with myself to leave it, but I crawl back begging you for more. Fox, my head up. 
Transviolet's music video, Drugs in California. And, you know, I'd like to think that I could throw up some diamonds. I mean, that would make me mucho dinero. And I got to say, Sarah, that like you can pull off every kind of hair dye on the face of the planet. I don't know too many women that can pull it off. Honestly, just you're beautiful with every every tone on you. I'm telling you right now, not not a lot of women can pull that off. If I tried to put that red on me, it it would not be a good one. You can do it. You just do it and then you pull it off. That's the magic. I'm a purple it, girl. Yeah. I like purples and blues. I'm like, there's my Ooh, I can see that looking really good on you. Yeah, you should do it. <laughs> I can definitely see it. But hey, you know, we definitely want to make sure we're running out of time. But can you let the CCS family know what's good? Where can they follow Transviolet on social media? Yeah, if you uh, follow us at, at Transviolet on Instagram, Transviolet Band on Twitter, or also on Facebook. Find us on YouTube, Spotify, anywhere you listen to music. Um, yeah, you can follow and us I've there. And I downloaded you on Apple. So you are yeah. download, yeah, download us on okay. Apple. Okay. Awesome. On Thank you. <laughs> and for it. our LA listeners, make sure you pick up a ticket at the Hollywood Palladium because I can tell you right now, you're going to be bouncing to the music when you listen to Drugs in California and all those new singles, Love and Power and Destroy, Destroy, Destroy. That is three destroys, by the way. Sarah, thank you again for joining Strike Accord and the Chris College Show Millennial Talk Show. Thank you. Thanks for having me so good talking to both of you we'll talk to you later peace bye You know, we definitely want to give a one last shout out because I'm way over time. And I know my producer is going to kill me for this one, but I definitely got to give a huge shout out to uh, Sarah. She is the vocalist, the front woman for Transviolet. Go ahead and check out her brand new singles, Love and Power and Destroy, Destroy, Destroy on all audio streaming services and catch them on tour. Check them out on their uh, website and also go ahead and check out her off the fret. More music, more music talk podcast featuring animal son let's surpass it to eight thousand views this weekend and if you like what you're listening to go to the chriscollinshow.com and become a member today and get that free ccs t-shirt for now fam enjoy the weekend and i'll see you next week peace what's good party people chris collins show presents music storm 2022 hosted by chris collins and marissa pitts featuring royals Hurricane Highway, Cannibal Kids. 
Amanda Cooksey, Astoria State, Kid Dad, Resounding, Sleep Cycles, Avenues, Freckles, Weather Ward, Just True, Sophia Marie, Music Store 2022, available on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts. Peace! Our brand new podcast off the fret. I love it. It's more time to chat. <laughs> Hello. You would look so jazzy. I love your outfit. How far would you go to start playing live music again? This slaps harder than my ex when she got her stimulus check. So, um, <laughs> so um, are you here to bring the sexual healing with your music? Oh, everything is everything, and I guarantee you're going to hear this song in the future. I love the flow, man. Politically charged album. So if you get easily offended, this might not be the album for you. Brand new podcast off the fret. So excited. Um, has Kim Kardashian accidentally sent you a coochie shot? Do you want to stay there? It's completely your choice. Or you want to... <laughs> I feel you. And you know what? I love it. Off the fret. More music, more music talk. Peace. What's good? I'm Chris from the Chris Collins Show Millennial Talk Show featuring Cannibal Kids, a Miami indie alternative rock band known for urban exploration and sipping mojitos in the Florida sun. With new music in the horizon, joins Off the Fret. More music, more music talk.